Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, episode 245, version two, three weeks later, or whatever this is. Um, it is Friday, November 20th. I'm your host, Kellen, with me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back. So, uh, hopefully you all can hear and see us. Um, we took a little break. We had some frustrating times the last couple of shows. Power went out in the middle of a show. Some things just didn't work in general. Um, so, you know, if you're if you're in the chat live, please just say hi and that you can hear us, see us, all of that. That that would be great. Um Yeah. It's uh it's good to be back. It's good to be back. We feel like we haven't had a chance to talk to you guys in a while. And a lot of stuff's happened. There was an election here. Um that's still going on apparently. Uh <laughs> maybe we, to uh, some people. <laughs> we've yeah, maybe to some people. Um we uh we reviewed a bunch of phones. I mean, we tried to talk about these in the last uh, couple of shows. You know, like Pixel 5. We both have one of these. Um, you know, we reviewed that, reviewed an 8T. Tim reviewed a Sony phone. You had the LG Wing for a while. You might still have that. I don't know. But there was that. Um, so there's been phones everywhere. We didn't really get to talk to you guys a lot about those, at least on air. There's plenty of write-ups about those. Um so we're not going to like dive back through the reviews, but we'll talk about maybe some phones that we've been using, why we're using them now. Cause we're at that point in the year where there's not going to be anything new. So we just, this is where Tim and I get to settle in. We kind of like this part of the year, right? We get burnt out almost. And then we get to settle for like a couple of months until the S the next galaxy S phone is here, whatever. So anyway, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, there's a, there's big Google photos drama this week. Uh, mm. Or did that was that last? Week? I don't, all the weeks are blending together. Anyway, there's there's big right. Google Photos drama that we need to talk through. Uh, we'll also talk about the Chromecast, Google TV, the new Google Pay app, some RCS news, a little bit of Galaxy S21 news, and awesome. The uh, not A W E S O M E. We're talking O S O M. The new company from all the essential folks. Sans Andy Rubin, which is a good thing. So, so we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, we do have trivia. Trivia is back once again. Uh, this week we're just we're gonna give every trivia winner ten dollars in Google Play credit. Uh, if if that's disappointing at all, free money. We we will have more prizes in shows very shortly. Uh, we just kind of want to get back in the swing of things before we go all out. But just so you know, we have like some prizes coming from Lenovo to give you guys some stuff. We got some stuff. Holidays are Christmas, approaching. Christmas is coming. <clears throat> Christmas is coming. So uh, anyways, we, we do have trivia. We'll give everyone $10 to Google Play credit. It's a little Nexus edition trivia. Uh, should be. Should be oh, fun. yeah. Five questions at the end of the show. Five winners. Just like old times. It's good. To, it's good to be back. Uh, so let's start with Google Photos, though. So there, there's big Google Photos. Um, big Google Photos news that affects not only people on Android, Affects people on iOS, affects people who own Google Pixel phones, some of them, some of them not yet, some of them it will. So let's 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 recap here. Um on November 11th, geez, it was nine days ago. So it was last week. So last week, Google says, look, Google Photos, we know we've given you unlimited storage of your high quality photos. Um, we're we're gonna take that perk away. So, in other words, the the biggest I it's hard to say that it was the biggest draw to Google Photos because there are some, like Google Photos does other stuff, right? It has all these smarts built in where it organizes, it recognizes faces and places and all that stuff. But one of the big perks, probably the biggest, was the fact you could just unlimited upload, backup, 
everything from all of your devices to Google Photos. So that's going away uh, mm-hmm. next June, June 2021. The unlimited high quality is going away. It's going to now start counting against your free 15 gigs of Google account storage that Google gives you. So if you guys didn't know this, your Gmail account has 15 gig and that 15 gig you share between not only your Gmail account, but Google drive, and it will soon be Google photos as well. Uh, there's some things there, like all of your current library that's there. If that puts you over that 15 gig limit, once we get there, that still stays and things like that. There, there are some other situations though, where they could start deleting your data. If you're not using certain things from drive and it's, it's a very confusing, unfortunate situation. And of course, Google will let you fix all that by just subscribing to one of their Google one plans. What do those start at? Like three bucks. What's the cheapest one? Like three bucks, two I, bucks. Maybe it's I want to say it's like two bucks for 150 gigs or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like two bucks will get you storage. And I know that's unfortunate because you've not been paying and now you might have to pay. Um, so there are a couple of exclusions here. The uh, Pixel phones from Pixel 1 up through Pixel 5. So that includes all the A series. They still get to have unlimited high quality for life as far as we know. Uh, that said, if there's a pixel five, a, and a pixel six next year, they won't count. They won't be in that group. They will get limited high quality, all of that stuff. So we started with the pixel phones, right? At original unlimited quality, right? Original photo quality, unlimited. And then that, t- that got taken away, like with the pixel three, a, I think. And so now <sighs> then we're on to high quality. Anyways, it's very confusing times. Mm. <clears throat> People are mad. I think rightfully so a little bit. Uh, I don't. I, do you pay for a Google One? Like, have you already had to do that? Like, I know I had to. I have because of Gmail and some other stuff. I had to. But oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have so much stuff in my Google Drive and all that. And the fact that yeah. it just it's one storage. You know, what I do appreciate is that it's one storage account across all of Google services. So at least that's kind of easy to manage. Uh, but yeah, I've been paying for storage for quite some time now. I was actually just looking to see how much I have. And currently I'm at uh, 79 gigs of 130. So, yeah, I mean, I I need to buy, I need to keep continuing to purchase storage because I have so many pictures on there. I mean, I was dating all the way back to when Google Photos started, just a ton. So, and I don't want to like get rid of anything. I don't even want to have to worry about it. So I'd rather just have to pay. They suckered me. They got me. They got me on the old bait and switch. So, thankfully... I have been yeah. uploading in kind of just high quality. I didn't really care to have sort of that original quality. Uh, I, I don't need all that many pixels in there, so it's still disappointing. But, I mean, like I did, I did a post, a follow-up, talking about, you know, if if you don't already have Google Play Opinion Rewards, kind of that free money coming in for right. Google Play Credit, now's the time to do it because... You know, anytime you leave the house, go grocery shopping, go to Target, do whatever it is you do, Google will just send you a quick little survey about your visit. You answer that, get a few cents here and there, that all adds up. And so I've had the Google Play Opinion Rewards, uh, that money paying for my storage for quite, you know, a few months now at least. So, I mean, really, it's free. Like, I've been having free storage. So if you're not already signed up, do that, enjoy some free money. Get yourself fixed up and do that. Yeah, it's actually uh, a, an incredible tip. 
Like you mm. can just have it paid for for free. I didn't even know you could do that. When you wrote that up, I was like, I have no idea <laughs> that you could set your opinion rewards money as your like default payment option. I, and so like, I've thought about it, but um, I think we spend it all on like rentals and crap like that. So I feel like my balance always just dips too low. Um, yeah, it looks like I'm paying for the 200 gig, which is $299 a month. And I have, I've used 95 gig because I still upload everything in full quality. Like I, I because I think all my early photos were when Google was letting me do that for free, I just kind of kept doing it. And yeah, I have 86 gig worth of photos. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I've been paying, I'm like you, I've been paying for it for a while just because I got over. I mean, what was it? It was like, we were limited at some point. And so I just, because my Gmail account is so old and all of my photos that, yeah, I'm at the, I'm paying for 200 gig. A lot of people jumped up to two terabytes, which is uh, 9.99 a month. And you get a bunch of free perks. I feel like that two terabyte thing is what Google really wants everyone at. That's 10 bucks a month. Like right now they'll give you a free Nest Mini if you sign up for that. But I feel like mm -hmm. there's been a lot of perks. Like you get the v the new VPN access from the uh, from the Google One app. There's like a VPN service built in. But you have to be at two terabytes for that. So, anyways, uh, two terabytes. A lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I definitely do not need that yet. Maybe in a couple of years or something. Well, if we were putting like our videos in the cloud or yeah, something, maybe. But no, I'd much rather. I don't want to rely on the cloud to store precious. Yeah data like that so. yeah yeah if you were putting a bunch of videos i could see that but yeah i don't um the crazy thing is i feel like this impacts so many people that everyone is rightfully freaking out a little bit like oh. my my um my sister-in-law the other day so i took a bunch of pictures of my brother and sister-in-law and niece and their dog like some kind of family pictures I'm not a photographer, by the way, uh, but they just asked me because they know I have camera equipment. Um, so anyway, like I said, I'm going to I'll edit these a little bit and post them in like a Google Photos folder for you and send that over. And and my and my sister-in-law was like, uh, yeah, but you have a limit and isn't the limit like going away and all like she was well aware and Whoa. she's an iPhone user and all this stuff. And so and she was like telling me like, yeah, but. It's not going to use up all. And I was like, nah, you're good. It's on my account. I have, you know, like I pay for storage. It'll totally be fine. But even she was aware. So like, it is a pretty big deal. Everyone is using it because of all of that free unlimited storage. So pretty big change. Uh, I, you know, I've seen a, a bunch of articles and stuff on what should you use in place of Google Photos? Is there really another service you should use, though, over Google Photos? No, and someone recommended Amazon Photos. Like, yeah, I mean, sure, because they still offer unlimited. But I like, there's no way you could get me onto Amazon's photo service. I don't know. There's something about Amazon. I don't. I. I, I just don't want to deal with it. Like, I get it. It's an alternative by all means. It's is just it, not for me personally. It, do they limit the quality on that too? I actually haven't looked at what Amazon does. I, I, I don't at one know. Point and I didn't feel like it was enough storage. But maybe if you have Prime, it's. For, I have no idea. Yeah, uh, well, apparently, uh, yeah, Ben Jacobs says Amazon is lame, not free, unlimited video, just photos. I mean, that kind of sucks, I guess, but yeah, I was just going to kind of look real quick because I don't even know. I, I think when they launched Amazon Photos, I might have checked it out, but that's about it. Yeah. But there's, I just feel like there's so many benefits from photos. Again, the organization, mm. the tagging of people's faces, searching for things, the timelines, all of that stuff. And the fact that I already have however many years worth of photos in there. 
Um, as some, as Nick mentioned, love my nest hub streaming, all the pictures, like, yeah, like those things, those connections, I'm going to use photos mm -hmm. because I want to see that on things like nest hubs. Yes. Right. So yeah, I feel like it's gonna be tough. I think people are so mad. They were like, I'm leaving this service now, but if we, where calm, are you going to go? Yeah. Bro? If we calm down for a second, <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably going to be the service everyone sticks with. Yeah, so I mean, real quick, are so sorry, uh, Go for it. Amazon Photos offers unlimited full resolution photo storage plus five gigs of okay. video storage for Prime members. All okay. other customers just get five gigs uh, for both photo and video. Okay. So, hey, I mean, that unlimited a, full yeah. res photo storage is it's kind of nice. That's pretty good. That, that is pretty but how's good. the app though? Like, I mean, how the app needs to be good, right? Because I the Google know. Photos app and the way it's integrated into all my other services is very nice, right? Plus, it's the the default thing on my Pixel yeah. Five. It's like the gallery. So, do I make eh. the switch? Do I take one for the team and switch to Amazon Photos? Well, yeah, give us a review at least something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna do that. Uh, I will probably look more into that though, because if it is unlimited original quality, that's that's pretty good. Until they take that's that away, nice. until they take that away as well. I, I guess I'm just so invested. And Google probably did this on purpose, right? They knew long, they knew when they launched oh, yeah. it as free and limited that oh, at some point that was going to change. And so we're all locked in, and we'll all end up paying. I mean, look, a lot of people probably aren't going to hit the, that limit. Like we're especially people in the chat with us right now. We're all phone people we take lots of pictures we store everything on google and so we might hit the limit but a lot of people who are just casually taking pictures and using google photos it might be a while and google's gonna they said they're gonna do their best to warn you about it tell you how to clean stuff up if you need to tell you how long it might be until you hit your free 15 gigs and all of that stuff so a lot of you probably do have some time i mean i'm already over the limit so i'm screwed anyway i'm gonna be paying for life but uh mm. Uh, Bertzer says, why not run a, basically a backup hard drive, like say at home or something that is an option, but a lot of people maybe don't know how to set that up. And there is an initial investment in that. And then just to be honest here, what if that fails <laughs> and you lose just absolutely everything? Whereas in mm -hmm. the cloud, it's there forever. Yeah. I, I have seen people suggest that like, they're like, make the early investment and then just keep stacking more drives on and filling those up. I think that could be a thing. Um, Axel says Dropbox. I feel like Dropbox is either more expensive There's, or yeah. Cause I was paying for Dropbox, Dropbox for a while <laughs> and then I just kind of quit and was like, I, I'm not using this for anything. So no. I think Google photos is still probably the best option. So okay. Ugh, damn dog. All right. Uh, well, before we dive into anything, I want to say we got, had a donation from oh, Andrew Eden's $10 dono, huge bomb. Thank you so much. He said, sup boys. Glad to have you back. We are happy to be back. Thank you very much for the donation. Thank you, Andrew. I did see that. Sorry. We're, we switched platforms for streaming, so we don't have the notifications that pop up anymore at this moment. So I did. I did miss that. That's my bad. Thank you, Andrew, for the for the donation. All right. Shall we move on? Google Photos. Well, there's only so much you can say about Google Photos. Like, you're either going to pay. It's disappointing. Or you're going to switch yeah. to Amazon, who will probably ask you to pay at some point. Or, yeah. you know, you're probably just going to stick with Google Photos. It just sucks that you're going to have to pay. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Uh, all right, let's talk phones for a second. So, again, we we reviewed a bunch of stuff in the last couple of months. Um, OnePlus 8T kind of kicked it off. Then there was Pixel 5, Pixel 4a, 5G, Sony Xperia 5, Mark II, LG Wing. Uh, we both have used the Z Fold 2. 
The only thing we haven't really used is the S20 FE. But look, I think you guys probably know all there is to know about the FE without us telling you anything about it. There's been a lot of phones. Uh, but we're at the point now, we're kind of done reviewing phones for the year. Unless something weird comes out, but almost nothing comes out between now and you know, like mid-January, even February. So it's it's funny because I think we're both kind of settled into the same thing. We're both we we wanted the Z Fold two so badly. So oh yeah, we we went down that road and splurged for that. So we both have a Z Fold two, but then right when we got that, all these other phones came out. So we kind of had to take a break for it. And then the Pixel five came out, and all these other phones. And I feel like yeah, we're both we're both kind of right there, right? I'm dual wielding, man. Yeah, yeah I mean. It depends on what I'm doing, right? If I'm chilling on the couch, it's fold two time. If I'm outside, gotta have the Pixel Five. So yeah, I mean that's kind of it's kind of where we're both at. Uh, although I've spent a lot of time in the Pixel Five lately. The, the, oh yeah, the Z Fold Two is a ridiculously amazing device. Two thousand oh, dollars, yeah. stupid expensive. It's amazing. My only problem there is it it just gets a little heavy sometimes, and it is clunky mm. when I'm walking around the 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 house, and you know casual shorts like it's a heavy ass phone like it's oh yeah like it pulls like when yeah. you're wearing just basketball shorts yeah. and they're not tightened they start slipping oh, and you're yeah. like oh son of a you're i need to start growing a thicker out. gut yeah. <laughs> yes uh yeah same problem but the pixel 5 has been has been a, it, there's been this evolution of my sort of thought and feelings towards it if you remember a few shows back right before i dropped the review on it I didn't have very many good things to say. I, I was pretty down on it and I was already Where? over the baby Yoda color and all that. So I was kind of, and then I spent another week with it after that show and started, it started kind of growing on me. And then we dropped the review and I didn't, didn't have like unending praise for it. I pointed out all these flaws and then I think another week went by and I just all of a sudden started really liking it. It just started fitting perfectly into life. And maybe that's because I started getting out of the house more. I'm not really sure, but there's like this, the perfect size of it, right? It's one handed phone. There's this lightness to the body. And maybe it's just such a contrast coming from the Z Fold 2. But the camera, I know I can trust. I know there's nothing special about it anymore, but the camera's still great. And I can trust that. The software experience, I like. But the battery life too is just, you really never good. have to worry about battery life on that phone. Sometimes I've just left it sitting on a desk for a day and come back to it and it still has 60%. And then I just grab it and use it for the rest of that day. And it just lasts. So yeah, there's been this weird evolution of my feelings towards it. At first, I didn't really care. I just thought it was going to go away and be nothing. And now I, I use it all the time. And then I mix in Z Fold 2. But you sound like you're probably using Fold 2 more because you're at home. Well, uh, I would say I'm using the Pixel 5 more and really okay. like I think it's more of like just a convenience thing. Like it's so it's small, right? And it's compact. It's easy just mm -hmm. to if I do need to leave the house, it's quick to just take it with. And plus, it's been raining so much more. So I've been this phone is obviously a safer bet, you know, if you're going to leave the house for anything and even just having it in the kitchen. I don't have to worry about spilling water on it. Like I don't care when I'm making dinner. I can just open up YouTube, pop down like a video and start making dinner. With the Fold 2, I have to be a bit more conscientious about where I'm placing it because, you know, if I get anything on it, it's going to be a bit more tricky uh, to clean it off. So 
you, it's just sort of a uh, you just have to be aware of how you're using the fold too. Whereas yeah. the Pixel Five, you just use it and abuse it. I've dropped this thing quite a few times. Oh, really? Holy moly! <laughs> Don't have to worry about the backs freaking going shattering into a thousand yeah. pieces because of this recycled aluminium. It's uh, it's really great. I've been really liking the Pixel Five. So I mean, it would probably be if I could kind of morph these phones and have like a single phone of the year it, it would like probably be these two like as a tie just because they do different things right so hard to say it is hard to say the nice thing is, well you know we're pretty spoiled in the fact that we get to play with both of these phones but um yeah it's been a nice yeah. it's been a nice uh kind of mix to go between the two I even pulled out the 8T for a little while this week. The 8T is still a really great phone, uh, but the battery life on it is not as good as the Pixel 5. And so I pretty quickly was like, you know, I'm, I'm back to kind of looking at battery percentages, which I don't really want to do. So <clears throat> that's kind of where we're at, I think. I mean, the LG Wing, you 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 didn't seem to have a lot of fun with that. I think like the point is if you want to watch a lot of video, oh. maybe it's great. No. <laughs> um. The Sony Xperia not even 5 Mark II you really liked. Like, you guys should now go read phone, Tim's review on the Sony, yeah, because you really liked that, right? That phone was pretty sweet. Unfortunately, Sony wanted it back, and I was like, I wasn't going to be rude and just, like, say, no, it's mine now. So I sent it back, but that phone was really nice. You know, the display was really nice. The camera experience was great. The software was just fine. I have to, like, go back and kind of read it myself, too, because now that it's been so long i'm like oh yeah what was a what did i like about that phone oh yeah look at this thing it was all like the hardware was super nice like sony did a really good job display the software battery life was good camera good i mean what what was bad about it come on i'm trying to go down in the review to see what i didn't like okay so fingerprint reader sure i still don't like like side if you mounted. look at the side of the device it's just filled with with a ton of freaking buttons, man. There's a Google Assistant button, the camera shutter button, the volume rocker button, uh, the side mountain side mounted fingerprint reader that doubles as the power button, which for me, I really don't like because sometimes when I'm kind of if I'm outside or I quickly glance at my phone and I hit the power button to turn the display off as I put it back in my pocket, the fingerprint reader is so good that it unlocks, and oh, then yeah. I'm like putting the unlocked phone in my pocket, like eh. Other than that. Great device. Um, it didn't have 5G connectivity, but I the don't care. Way. I think 5G yeah. is a lie. Uh, <laughs> other than that, it's a great phone. You know, if you're into Sony phones, and shout out to Birdser, like Birdser, if you want to, if you're looking for a new upgrade, man, the Mark II, pretty sweet, pretty pretty sweet. Wait, Birdser, if you're still here, do you actually own a Sony phone though, right now, or? Or have you switched to something else? Because I see you talking he, pixels. So the Pixel 5 is the Pixel 3 with a bigger battery, he says. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't know. Uh, he says, I've been right. So, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're trying to get the uh, the Sony phone, if you want something totally different, oh, he's on Pixel you might as, well just, might as well just get the Sony phone, man. It's something different. Uh, yeah, on Rev Guy, how's battery life? It was good. Uh, allow me to go back here. So it looks yeah, like I was averaging between. Since we've talked so about it is a smaller, stuff. right? It's a smaller device. So that's something to think about. The battery isn't huge. 
However, I was getting three to five hours of screen on time. Oh, and also it has the 120 hertz display. Oh man, that's right. That the it was just so smooth. Like the whole entire experience. It was just really it was so fast coming from I forget what I even had. Oh, maybe it was like coming from the Pixel 4A 5G, which would really explain because that phone obviously limited to 60 hertz and then jump into a Sony display with the 120. Boy, it was nice. Um, Robert yeah. asked Mark one, Mark two, or five. The five, Mark two, the newest one, the smaller, the smallish, or yeah. the Xperia Five II Mark Two. Yeah, and they did have an XL version, except it's it was just the Xperia Five, or was that the Xperia One? No, it's got to be the Xperia Five. I don't even. know. And then the I can't the Mark Two is the smaller guy. Pretty much the worst <laughs> naming. Scheme world, but yeah, that's Sony, no big deal. It's it's a really good phone. I mean, it's if you just got because a thousand that's bucks, how they name their cameras, right? Like whenever they come out with the right. new cameras, in that Xperia One Mark Two. Oh no, I don't, I don't know about all that. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just don't know. All I know is I've, I haven't touched any of them besides the X Five or the Xperia Five Mark Two, and that's a great phone. So I almost, I almost thought we lost you there for a second. We had a slight, oh, no. slight internet cutout, and it dropped oh, yeah. you like into a small corner, and then now you're back. You're back. Oh, thank goodness. Woo! You're back. Uh, well, everything's fine on my side, so I'm just yeah. talking about Sony phones. It was, it was probably Skype. I'm going to blame Skype on that one. Yeah. Anyway. Um, nobody puts nobody. him in the corner yeah you Thank shrunk you, like into the corner for like you you like went and went like robot voice like the internet was dying or something and then you oh, went to the no. corner yeah everyone could still hear you you just kind of like went into the corner but you're back I was telling Kellen like I so real play let's have a flashback to last show like my power I've lived in this spot for five years and we've only ever lost power once and because our power is underground we don't have like the poles kind of running along and I lost power for like five, maybe two minutes even. Yeah, it wasn't but, very I mean, long. Yeah, but by then it was ruined, um, the whole the whole vibe. But then that following weekend, it was really windy and stuff. And apparently someone hit a, hit a pole a few blocks down and we lost yeah. power for the entire day. So it was, it's very rare that I lose power. But of course, when I do, it's when I'm filming the Droid Life show. When we're doing the show. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bertrand says, Tim, would you go Pixel 5 over... Mark five, Mark two. Like, let's say you had both sitting on the desk. You didn't have to send that five back. I, uh, I don't, well, I guess I, what I like about the pixel five is obviously the, I think I like this hardware more like a lot now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the overall experience probably better on the Sony phone. Like there's just more versatility, I suppose. With the different cameras, uh, it's just a it's a really good phone. The battery life is better on this. I mean, this just does everything I need to, and it's less expensive. So I feel like I would just go Pixel Five plus the fingerprint reader on the back. I mean, I'm we, back, baby. We, like, we kind of talk a Pixel lot family. about the nailing basics. We we talk. That's like one of those things I feel like in reviews where we look at does it do some of these things great? And the Pixel Five. I know everyone thinks it's overpriced and it probably is by still 50 or hundred bucks. Um, but the battery life is so freaking good on it. 
Mm. Um, and then it has a good camera and then the software is excellent because it's just Google's flavor. So like those three things, and I know like the rest of the specs package is not where other phones are like the AT and the FE, but it kind of like battery camera software are, they're kind of that sweet spot and the battery is just really, really good. So it's one of those phones that it's still going to be hard to just tell everyone to run out and buy it because 700, it still feels like you're paying a little too much, but it's pretty good. It doesn't have the best display. You know, the performance is not the best. Um, the, the, you know, the camera process is fairly slow, which drives me nuts at times. But if you're not taking a thousand pictures a day, and right. you are fine with like a slight hiccup here and there and you don't game the pixel 5 is going to be a pretty damn good phone i love the fact that there's no glass on the back and yep. the, the wireless charging thing is is a nice bonus but like just the fact that they didn't put glass all over the back is one of those things that i i, I just cannot be happy enough about the pixel 5 is a weird phone i like it i still don't know it is to tell everyone to go buy it yeah, and like everyone, I see this uh, comparison a lot, Pixel 5 or the OnePlus 8T, and that's tough. I mean, we thankfully, we did a whole post kind of dedicated to it, like, hey, you should yeah. buy the 8T if, or you should buy the Pixel 5 if. Um, so I highly recommend you go read that. Um, I can actually link it down in the chat for you. But I would say, I mean, I've never touched the 8T. I know you really like the 8T. You said it was be- OnePlus' really best phone, phone yet. It is, for sure. I just, I don't believe, I have a hard time believing that just because it, it seems so boring, you know, like it's another OnePlus phone. Eh. It is. The thing about the 8T is because the the 8 Pro kind of set them on another level. Like the, the OnePlus 8 Pro, because they, they finally had a good camera and a phone, the 8 Pro put them on this level where they've been trying to get to. And the 8T, while a slight step back in the camera, the 8T has a flat display and the display is not massive. And so you get the performance and the battery, the 65 watt charging is insane. Just it's like a complete package. The only issue with the AT is what the issue always was with OnePlus phones is the camera is just slightly crappier than everyone else. But yeah, it's, I would say the OnePlus AT is their best. And speaking of that, someone asked me earlier, um, what if I wasn't impressed by AT battery life? The AT battery life is good. I didn't mean it to say like it's bad. It's good. It's just not Pixel Five level, and there are very few that are Pixel Five level. Is where I was going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really says Tim, how can Oppo AT be more boring than a Pixel? Dude, I don't know. Uh, it's probably because it doesn't come in this sweet aluminum baby Yoda color, and that might just be the only reason. There's something about this phone. That kind of just—it's kind of like almost a throwback in my mind, you know. Like it's got the rear-facing fingerprint reader. It just—it just—it just works. And I'm sure the AT is great. If you buy the AT, you're probably gonna love it. So yeah. no, it's just a personal preference thing. As there's no real logic behind it. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where we're at on phones. I think we're both using the full two because it's yeah. we're still, you know, well the world's about to lock down again. So it'll be great to continue to have that as the ultimate couch phone. The Pixel 5 though, I think I've called it sort of a, a tool phone, like a utility, like a tool mm. on, on numerous occasions. And I still feel that way. It's the phone that you can grab and go and you don't have to worry about it because it's not all glass and fragile. And if you need it to do stuff like take pictures or whatever, or use assistant or what it's, 
it's and it's a good size you can stash it wherever it's kind of that perfect on the go person phone that doesn't want to necessarily worry about having this like piece of jewelry tech or whatever that you mm-hmm. might have to baby so anyway i think that's kind of where we're at I think it also proves that there's just a lot of choices and, you know, not just for the middle of the road folks, but, you know, there's choices for the people who can splurge on phones. There's a lot of choices for people for looking for phones on a budget, yeah. too. And and I talked about this recently, but just the fact that, you know, a couple of years ago, it, was, it seemed like a race to the top, right? Who can have the most expensive device with all the latest specs? And now, you know... People are realizing, well, maybe we don't want to spend $1,000 plus on every smartphone. So companies are kind of racing not to the bottom, but to the best value. And I think that's, you know, it's obviously great for the consumers. So 2020 has been good for phones. There's a lot of, there's a lot lot of of good choices. There was a lot of mishaps. All price points, but. Right. You know, there was a couple of people missed the mark like Microsoft and LG, but that's okay. You know, what do we expect? You know, that's. Maybe one day LG will will turn it on around. We'll They'll see. figure it out. Maybe once they hire you know us to run the damn That's place, right. they might figure That's it right. out. But That's right. Yeah. They need to do that. Um, all right. There might be enough phone talk. Let's look in. I think so. All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's switch then just for a minute though and talk about the Chromecast with Google TV because we didn't have a chance to talk about it on that last show where we had all those issues. So. Um, and we can even be sort of brief, but I just feel like this device, because of the price point, it's going to be such a good option for so many people during the holiday season. If you oh, have yeah. a TV that's not a smart TV or it's one of those that runs like a garbage skin from whoever just made your TV it. and you need, you were like, well, maybe I want Android TV on some level. This device gives it to you for 50 bucks. And uh, you also get a really nice little mini remote with it with Google Voice and our Google Assistant and all that. So anyway, you reviewed this thing. It's the Chromecast with Google TV. I know it has a stupid name. But your sort of thoughts on, like, is this one of those no-brainer things that everyone should probably just buy if they don't have some sort of smart TV already? Yeah, not only for just you know people who want to upgrade their TVs, but if you're a YouTube TV subscriber as oh, well. Absolute no-brainer. The fact that it has a built-in channel guide is so amazing. I mean, just the 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 fact that I can go to a dedicated layout for it and not have to go inside the YouTube TV app and then go to another page because when you open the YouTube TV app, it does not go to a guide. It goes to like your home page with yeah, they need to watch you, now or jump back in. They should let you actually pick now that you bring that I up. Totally they should agree. let you pick to totally have the agree. guide instead of that home page. Anyway. Yeah, so the fact that, you know, maybe, obviously Google doesn't want to do it because they want to hype their own service. And I, I was going to think like, oh, well, maybe if they integrated or allowed other providers to work in their guides to that page too, then it could be a great product for everybody and not just Google and YouTube TV subscribers. But whatever, man, those people can go buy something else. That's not my problem. I'm a YouTube TV subscriber, so I want the YouTube TV channel guide. So I'm still using my Chromecast with Google TV. However, I know for a fact you don't like it. You hate the little re- dinky remote that <laughs> snaps in your hand when you t- try and pick it up. And you also, uh, you didn't like, the, like I think just the overall just vibe of it. You, you're more of a shield guy. Yeah. So I have lots of thoughts about the Chromecast right. and Google TV. I feel like I'm probably not the typical person, which is why I've kind of avoided just not just trashing on it. Cause I don't think it's a bad product. 
Uh, I'm just so used to Android TV that I'm stuck in my ways of how normal Android TV works versus this new Google TV thing. So yeah, my my issues are, well, the remote is, it's a pretty nice remote. It's just tiny and slippery and a... And, you know, like I've already figured out like the button situation, so I'm good there, but it's tiny. Like using the little D-pad and the middle button to click on everything, I still find myself hitting the down instead of the middle or whatever. Like the, the remote's just tiny, whatever, right? That's just something stupid to complain about. My issue, yeah, was with the UI. And mm. and again, I it just be, could be specific to my use case, but like my wife and I, we use Google Play Movies for a lot. Like, we bought a lot of digital movies that are all stored there in Google Play Movies. Um, and we also used to use it regularly to go through and see like what new movies are out this week because they have this dedicated section. Like here's what's new to rent this week. Here's the new movies. And so when they got rid of the Google Play Movies app and turned it into Google TV and this UI, they kind of took away this sort of like workflow that we used on it. And so now finding new movies, it pulls from Amazon and all these other sources. And one of the things it does is pull from YouTube TV, what it says are new movies, which all that means is they're just new movies on YouTube TV, which they're probably old movies. So um, there was just some things like that, like getting to our library, like the library page was annoying, things like that. But again, this is just like how I use Android TV. And so the UI, I don't love. Uh, but what I did like is what you just said. The YouTube TV integration is almost better than the YouTube TV app, which is kind of crazy to think. Mm. Um, and, I, you know, I've gotten used to it. I still have it hooked up on a monitor that I put it in my garage. So I actually have the thing hooked up in my garage of all places. Uh, so I still use it a little bit. It's fine. Um, I just prefer the regular Android TV UI. That's all. It's, it's just a UI thing. I just I like the old style versus the new. And I hope they don't force the new style on Shield TV. And I'm kind of worried mm. they're gonna next year. So, yeah. But at 50 yeah. bucks, come on. Like, remember when the first Chromecast was introduced? It was 35 bucks. And then a couple years later, we got the Chromecast Ultra, which is 65 bucks. This thing is 50. Those things didn't yeah. have a UI to them or a remote. And those were their price. This thing is 50 bucks, has a full new UI, Android TV experience, and a remote with voice capability. It's just, it's one of the better products that Google has released just because what you get for the price is just kind What's of What's the value? Yeah. Yeah, of course I do miss the power. I mean, just the, the sheer power and force of the CPU and GPU yeah. processing power of the shield. Yeah. I mean, performance is just better. But at the same time, do I really need it if all I'm doing is kind of just scrolling through Netflix? Like, because I'm not doing any of the and gaming, it still right? Runs pretty like, damn good. It's, it's fine for fifty smooth, bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone, someone said something in here. Someone said you can use the Shield remote and pair that to the Google TV. Can you really? I haven't tried that. That's tempting. Yeah. If anyone know, if you're talking about pairing the Shield remote to the Chromecast with Google TV and I don't have to use the little Chromecast TV remote link me like how to do it like either on Twitter or right here in the chat uh, because yes, but he says yes but the shortcut are... buttons are only working. You mean like the Netflix oh, I... button? Because who? I hate Cause that that's fine. Button. I yeah. hate that thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's great. Yeah man. Link away. Uh, that'd be awesome. 
because yeah because i don't really like i mean that's like one of my main takeaways too right the, the remote's no good and maybe the performance could use a little little bump but other than that i think it's a great experience it's such a great little buy yeah and it then, knows what I want to watch, you know, which I appreciate. Like, I'll turn on, it's like every Sunday morning, I freaking turn on the TV, and it knows I want to watch Red Zone. It's like, here, the first thing it fun. shows me is NFL Red Zone. I'm like, okay, let, let's get it on, 10 a.m., here we go. See, and that's so, one of those things that, and again, it's just the way I use a smart TV. I don't need constant recommendations. And this thing is like mm, the ultimate recommendation right. overload it's machine. All it yeah, it's yep. just everywhere's like here's some recommendations for this genre and this one and this one and i'm just going no nah, i just give me a section where it tells me where new things are and i'll just look through that not that i've seen everything but you know one of the things most tv apps do like netflix hbo max all of those specific disney plus whatever all of those specific apps they have their own recommendation services built into them so if i go Let's just see what's on Netflix. I open Netflix and it already has all the sections I need to find new or whatever. And I know that's just within Netflix. Google TV, like putting that stuff all together in this jumbled mess. I just don't want that. Like if I want to find something new to watch, I'll be like, well, what's new on HBO Max? And I'll just go to that. So some people might want it all just thrown at them on the home screen. I just don't. That's all. Hmm. It doesn't do recent apps. Yeah, it doesn't do that, which pisses me off too. You know, like the double tap on home. Yes. It doesn't do yes. that. Yes. It should I do know. that. It's I don't so know why weird. It yeah. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, I mean, eh, it's. Well, we'll just have to one of the things that's going to be cool with it, though, is the this idea that Nest Audio might work with it soon, right? And so you right. might be able to hook up potentially two speakers, have a little and have stereo. a nice little stereo home theater action. And those speakers are good. Yeah, uh, yeah, you have a couple. Well, Speaking of reviews, Tim reviewed Nest Audio also. If you guys want to read read that review, yeah, um, I've been the busiest person in tech, man. You have done a lot of reviews in the last like two months. It's kind of been wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's apparently coming. So you get the fifty dollar Chromecast Google TV, and if you buy like these two packs of Nest Audios you can get for as cheap as like 170 bucks, I think. Uh, pair those running. up with it. You get sounds. It, it could be could be good stuff. I yeah, and people talk about stuff. the side-loading Stadia on it. I mean, there, there's a lot you can do with a $50 little dongle. Because so. that I don't get. Why is Stadia not on their own little android TV. i guess the stadia is not really on android tv though that's the problem right like you can't have stadia on shield right. yet unless you weirdly sideload or something so i guess that's not ready yet but it seemed like it should have launched with stadia maybe even as the exclusive first android tv thing to work with stadia or something. and maybe it will be but that seems maybe. like a missed opportunity there for them to continue to push stadia yeah stadia. i don't know uh, i mean they've been <clears throat> I feel like this is like Stadia's dying breath, basically. They're trying so hard to get anyone and everyone on it. I mean, they're giving away $99 yeah. bundles of the yeah. controller and Chromecast Ultra yeah. uh, to every YouTube premium subscriber. That's got to be millions of people. They're like, please, I think God, take out. Stadia. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and, I st and they're still giving it away. If you pre-order Cyberpunk 2077, they'll give you a freaking Stadia premiere bundle. I mean, Stadia... Now is not the time to jump onto Stadia and buy games into that into that service because there's just no way it's going to be around much longer. Personal opinion: I don't have any inside scoop, but does there's the, no way. Does that Premiere bundle come with free Stadia? 
Pro. Like, I don't it, think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. Either. It, the, like the Founders Edition came with three months free. Three months. Yeah. I can't remember the premiere, but what I was going to say is you should almost though get that and sign up for like one month because there's, I swear there's like 25 games or something right now that you can claim as a part of Pro mm. that, you know, add to your account. And then once your subscription expires, you can't play those. But if you ever want to pay, then you can add those again. But anyway. Yeah, I'm not going to stream like Cyberpunk 2070 said the most anticipated, highly anticipated game of 2020. I'm not going to stream it from the cloud and like and have I, some janky experience. Are you kidding me? See, and I, I pre-ordered it on there just so I can finally use my Stadia controller. Well, good for you. I well, suppose. and they're going to give me another bundle too. I figure I can just give oh my it away God. on the site. So. Yeah, because if you pre-ordered it, so yeah. So like Tim mentioned, that they were running this promo a week ago where if you pay for YouTube Premium, you got a free bundle. And I hope everyone took advantage of that because it's yeah, it's a hundred dollar oh. deal. But yeah, if you pre-order Cyberpunk, they're giving away another free bundle. And I was like, look, I have all these Stadia controllers now. I might as well. And I like it looks like a casual enough game that's like a couch playing game where mm. I went, I'll, I'll just give Stadia one more try and I'll I'll play Cyberpunk on it. And so I actually did pre-order, so I'll get another bundle. I'll be that guy that's going to do that. But we'll then do you have to like pay for the Stadia subscription too? Or no. are they allowing? Okay. No, because Cyberpunk, like you can still, like Stadia is You own free. it, yeah, because once you yeah, own it. And then it, if you yeah. buy it, you can just play it whenever. I, you, I don't think though... I, I probably don't get it in like 4K and some other things or something, right? Unless you have Pro, but I can still play it. So we'll see. Well, if yeah, that game Nick, ever launches, I'll let you know. Okay. Nick Fisher in the chest says the Stadia controller is nice. Totally. Props nice to controller. the Stadia team. It's a, it's a great controller. What I like is just plugging it uh, via USB-C into my phone and playing other games with that controller because the controller's sweet. It's no got doubt about vibrations and stuff. Great it nice vibration. Controller. It's very ergonomical. Yeah. Yeah. Good controller. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's move on quickly to the other big Google news. Actually, you know what? There, there's, a, there's a dono, and we had some other donos earlier. We yes. need to get back to those. Um, so the phone buzz crew dropped 10 bucks and said Tim's hourly rate. <laughs> Appreciate that dono. Uh, What's Melissa, my rate? Uh, 10 bucks, apparently, nine ninety nine. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> Mystical Melissa dipped a while ago, but dropped five bucks and said, got to run. Hope you all have a fantastic week and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving oh, to you thank as well, you. Melissa. Hopefully you can roll back the tape here and see that we thanked you for that. Sorry mm. that we missed you on that earlier. Thank you for the five bucks. And uh, I never remember how to say the name. Is it Zocatel Sandoval? I think I'll just go Sandoval. Let's go. Okay, it's just Sandoval. Uh, two bucks. <laughs> can we use Stadia on our computers for gaming? Uh, as far as I know, you should be able to. I mean, you can, if you're playing on what Stadia, you, you can use the controller with Stadia. But yeah, I haven't tried to play a non Stadia game with it on a computer, but you should be able to, right? Can you use Stadia on our computers? But I don't get it. Like, can you use, like, a, you can use a Chromebook? To play Stadia, you can use oh. Mac. Like I use my oh, yeah, MacBook, he's not the like via. Just saying in general. Yeah, yeah. Can you like that's one of the yeah, big things of point. Stadia is that you can yeah, play it on can use any it screen. Yeah, any computer, Chromebook, Mac, PC, whatever. You just fire it up and play. If that's what you mean, yes, you can play it anywhere. If you can use the controller on computers for gaming, like outside of Stadia, that I don't know, but I I, I would assume so. I don't, they haven't like locked the controller to only be with Stadia. I don't think so. No. All right. I hope we answered that. Thanks for the two bucks. Thank you. Uh, all right. So let's talk about Google Pay. So this week, Google launched 
a brand new Google. How many Google Pay apps have we had? You know, because we had Google Wallet. And then remember Google Wallet became Google Pay and Google Pay Wallet or something. Remember there was like two separate apps at one point where one was like a person-to-person app and then one was Google Pay. And then, oh, we had Android Pay in there too. I forgot about that. And then, well, there uh, we got Android Pay, then G Pay, then yeah. Google Pay. Now the new Google Pay. Yeah, it was Wallet, Android Pay. Oh, Wallet, that's right. Yeah, Wallet was the first. So it was Wallet, Android Pay, and then it became Google Pay. But there was two different apps. They split it, and then they brought it all back under one Google Pay. And now we have a whole new Google Pay app. Oh yeah, Send and Receive. That's what it was called. Google Wallet, or was it Google Pay Send and Receive? Whatever it was, it was just. It was the silliest name ever. What a freaking nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) And so now we have another one. So this one, you're not going to update to this one and it's just going to give you the new UI. It's a whole new app you have to install. And in your old Google Pay, it'll say, hey, do you want to check out the new Google? It's just this whole thing. Anyway, the new Google Pay app seems pretty slick. So instead of just being kind of your transactional payment app with a little bit of send and receive action on one side of it, now they're trying to make it this all around financial management app in a way. I mean, we're not like trading stocks on the thing. This isn't Robinhood or whatever. Um, <laughs> but what it does do, it has like the business side where you'll get offers from retailers and you can earn rewards and all that. And then it has the payment side where you can add your cards to still do NFC payments and all that. And then there is the send and receive stuff where you can send money to friends and split bills and all of that. And you can just message people and it's like a whole nother messaging app. And then there's this new part where you can attach your bank accounts. So it'll kind of keep track of like what you're spending each month, how much money you have to spend. It'll put all your transactions in there. And then eventually Google's going to open up not their own banking service, but they're going to let you sign up for banks in this new service they're calling Plex. And yes, we're talking Plex, not the streaming service, but the same name. Um, they're calling it Plex and you can attach like Stanford Federal Credit Union is one of the first ones. And so it's Citigroup and there's going to be more and you can get like a special Google card through them to pay and it'll filter into this. So it's this fully featured financial app. Um, It seems pretty nice. I mean, I haven't attached my bank accounts to it or anything. I don't really feel like I need to do that. Uh, But it'll send you reports, you know, and your spending habits and things like that. And you can search. It has the power of search. So you can find old transactions and all that stuff. Um, It's quite the thing. Uh, You know, Google Pay is one of those things I always set up. And I just use it to tap and pay things. So I, I don't know that I need all the extra stuff. But, you know, if you want it all in one place, it certainly has it now. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I don't know. I so I have um, I used my like G Suite Google Apps account for Google Pay for the oh. past ten plus years or whatever. So all my stuff is in my Droid Life account, and so now I have to like start over with G Pay because it doesn't allow for the Google Apps oh, account. The new one doesn't use. Oh, no, I, I can't use my Droid Life account. So, and like, I really don't like my email, my like personal email. I've always wanted to set up like Tim Robel at Gmail or even Tim Otato at Gmail, but I don't have that. Yeah. I have freaking snore top 89 That's at right, Gmail. It's something stupid. So it's like, hey, should I just like re like start totally clean? But like, oh man, I hate now, that. Yeah. No, I hate my life. I hate it. <laughs> so, yeah. 
You know what you need I to do? I may never use it. You know what you need to do, though? If you want that, you mm. use that personal account and you buy like your own domain through Google domains for like 10 bucks a year or whatever, right? Yeah. And then it'll let you use an email alias within Google domains. So then you could have like Tim at timiscool.com or whatever your domain is, hey. right? And then that could be your email. And then it's attached to like a personal Gmail. So then it might work. That might be your work. Wow. So just go I buy mean, some cool like domain. It's not yeah. really just go buy like some cool domain and never set the domain up, but just use the email alias thing they let you do. Okay, godaddy.com. Not GoDaddy. <laughs> no, Google Domains. Oh, buy... Google Domains. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought you, you said have... I had to go buy like a freaking website. <laughs> well, yeah, through Google Domains, you just have to right. buy a domain. Yeah. Okay, I could do that. And it'll attach. Anyway, that's how you could do it. I like Tim Otato. I might as well stay on brand. Tim, just buy timotato.com and then you can have Tim at timotato.com. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. All right, we're good. <laughs> it might work. Oh yeah, see, Daniel says he does exactly what I'm talking about and it works. Yeah, see, there you go. Just do that. And then whatever, right. your, whatever your goofy Gmail is, now you can have Tim at timotato.com. <laughs> All right. Good job, everybody. <laughs> Look at Hang that. We just figured that out right on air. Hang Hang in there while I set all this up. <laughs> yeah, because you do it during the show. Um, all right, so that's Google Pay. Uh, there's also Google Messages. <laughs> Bertzer. Are... <laughs> Bertzer just gave you the rule. I don't think he's going to be able to buy Tim.com, though. I'm assuming no, Tim.com I think is taken. And it's probably $8,000 even or more. Um, uh, Google Messages news this week, briefly. Uh, Google says the RCS rollout has finished globally everyone across the globe should have access to rcs and google messages uh and maybe bigger news though they said they're gonna start rolling out end-to-end -end encryption in rcs so for privacy folks who are worried that you know google messages have not been encrypted they're gonna start doing that um, over rcs it's gonna start with individual one-on-one -on -one conversations with someone and the other person also has to have RCS or chat or whatever, and then they'll encrypt those. So, and that'll happen automatically. So as that rolls out, your stuff will just be encrypted. Is everyone using Google Messages RCS this month? I know you and I don't because we just have a weird setup. So we're not normal. I, but I'm curious if everyone is trying to use Google Messages RCS or if they just have gone with whatever their group of friends like whatsapp and telegram or whatever hell else is going on Just i forgot curious. about rcs i mean that was like the freaking buzzword of the entire year a couple of years ago <clears throat> yes and I, I feel like a lot of people yeah they talk to people with iphones so they can't use it yeah instant whatsapp everyone else i text has an iphone yeah i feel like like rcs is a good technology i think um and i think it has an opportunity to be great Oh, see, Kylo Tech says, yeah, force my friends to get Google Messages. There you go. So th that's what it's going to take, I think, is you're going to have to tell all of your friends. But they all have to have Android phones, too, because Google Messages is not on iOS, as far as I know. Um, RCS is 10 years too late. It really is. It's, it's, it's so hard because, again, I think it's good. But you have to convince everyone. Number one, you have to hope everyone has an Android phone. And then you mm -hmm. have to tell them to use Google Messages, which they might do if they have an Android phone. But if you don't know people with Android, yeah, you're just kind of SOL. So anyway, that's big news for uh, for messages, folks. Uh, do you want to talk about Galaxy S21 for a minute? Uh, 
Yeah, I would love to. There's a ton of stuff going on with it. Yeah. Uh, so we've seen new renders, or at least since the last time we did a show. Yeah. And the phone, I don't know what you're thinking, but I'm thinking this phone is kind of hot. I think it looks like nice. Like the, the camera module was like flush and yeah. built into the actual device. It's not some freaking thing that sticks off the phone like half an inch. So looking pretty good. Front looks pretty much like any other Galaxy device. Seems like all they really did was touch up the backside. But more importantly, we've got some specs, some rumored yeah. specs, and it's sounding kind of good. So the S21 and S21 Plus, they're in sort of a different category, I'd say, than the S21 Ultra. Um, but each device is reported to have the latest Snapdragon 875 processor. At least that's what we think it's called um, as of right now. So that'll be Qualcomm's latest, which would be which will be announced what next month. And probably, then we've got Snapdragon Summit. Yeah, every year. And then it's, although it's probably not in Hawaii this year because uh, thank you COVID. Uh, rear cameras, we're talking 12 megapixel ultra wide, tw- uh, 12 megapixel main, and 64 megapixel telephoto on both the S21 and S21 Plus. Then the S21 Ultra, it, uh, it's got the 12 megapixel ultra wide, but then it has the second generation of their 108 megapixel main sensor. Apparently, space zoom is back with some 10x optical, yeah. 10 megapixel freaking thing. Space zoom sucks. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan. Uh, <laughs> All three phones should launch with Android 11, One UI 3.1, of course. Big batteries, 4,000 for the S21, 4,800 for the 21 Plus, and then a 5,000 milliamp hour battery for the S21 Ultra, which is just, you know, it's basty. 5G connectivity, Wi-Fi 6, Bluetooth 5.1. And they're coming in these new phantom colors, these reported phantom colors. Cosmic, now it's phantom everything. It's kind of hot. Like, I like the idea of Phantom. And at least from the renders we've seen, we've seen a black. We've seen, like, almost like a navy blue. Um, I'm very interested to see what these colors are looking like. Right now, they're labeled as Phantom Violet, Phantom Pink, Phantom Gray, and Phantom White. Plus, there's also Phantom Silver and Phantom Black. So, I'm very interested in the pink, and I'm also very interested in the violet I don't know about you, but like I'm kind of digging pink lately. Really, pink is kind of a, it's a good color. Violet could also be pretty hot. Just give me the silver, so. I'll be good. Give me the silver yeah. as long as it doesn't attract fingerprints, which it will, because it'll probably be glossy mm. glass. You know, these phones sound fine. <laughs> Nothing yeah. about these sounds incredible. I'm sure the displays will be slightly better. It'll have new Snapdragon chips, which will be slightly better, I'm guessing. The cameras are supposedly the same, except in the Ultra. Um, You know, the battery sizes are almost identical to last year's. I don't care about 5G. Uh, Wi-Fi 6, Wi-Fi 6E is great. Um, I don't know. This feels like one of those... This feels like an in-between year. Like the S20 line no was a pretty big upgrade or at least design change and all that over the, the S10. And these feel, at least on paper, what I'm seeing, it just seems like it's one of those in-between years where they're kind of just redoing last year's thing and slightly tweaking the uh, the back plate and throwing in the newer version of specs. That's it. Right. What I, um, I guess I kind of forgot to mention, like the S21 Ultra, I would say is like really the only kind of 
change. Yeah, I could yeah. see what you're saying about the S21 and S21 Plus being sort yeah. of skips or just kind of the same old thing. But the S21 Ultra 6.8 inch WQHD Plus display with a 1 to 120 hertz adaptive refresh rate, but then also support for the S Pen, uh, at least what's been reported. That's pretty big. So. Yeah, that 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 is pretty big. Yeah. Um, it's not going to ship with an S Pen. You know, Samsung's going to try and find a way to nickel and dime you, oh God, and they're going to make you pay for that S Pen. Yeah, and then get rid of the Note with... line, and then just make you yeah. buy S Pen separately. Come on. And that yeah, and that was my next point. Like we're hearing reports that the Note line could be no like no Note phone for yeah. 2021, which just seems so weird. But then why not ship an S Pen with the S21 Ultra? Right. There's a lot of questions and not a lot of answers at the moment. No. Uh, you know, the, the S21 line is rumored to be launching as early as January, but that we get that rumor every single year. Everyone, mm. I don't know how many times we've had the rumor that they're going to show it off at CES or something like that, right? And then it never happens. It's always February. So I don't know that I believe yet that it's coming in January. I'm just still going to stick with the idea that it's coming in February. So. Mm. I think they look fine. They'll be good phones. I, I know they'll be good phones. Samsung makes good phones. The hardware will be great. All the specs will be nice and everything. Is, you know, it's the newest of the new and Samsung does a great job. They're just, you know, they just don't really look that much different. So it's fine. It's fine. Mm. I don't have to love everything. And I love no. the S20. The S20 was probably my favorite phone this year. I mean, I'm, I, you know, like we talked about settling into the, the Pixel 5 and I like the Fold 2, but the regular small S20, that was the phone I used the most this year. Really liked that yeah. phone. So I'm not hating. I'm sorry. Sorry. Hey, no, it's all good. Yeah, I mean, if we get a Fold 3 with S Pen, that's going to be dope. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But like, who? Like, it's just, there's not a lot of people buying the Fold, so. Yeah. I think the I problem know. has been obviously that the Note and and Galaxy S lines have just become too similar. Last couple of years has been hard to distinguish between those two. Other than the Note is kind of a more square design and has an S Pen versus the S, which is a little more rounded. Like that was kind of mm. the difference. Yeah. So you know, if the Note line goes away, I'm not that sad as long as we get S Pens with everything else, so that those who love the Note for that reason at least have. You know what I said. Yep. All right. Uh, final topic, and then we'll get into trivia. So I don't know if we've had a show where we've talked about awesome. O-S-O-M. Uh, so if we haven't, <laughs> you guys all remember Essential, which was a company at mm -hmm. one time we were very fond of. We liked their original phone, even though it had major flaws. We saw a potential there. Um, Andy Rubin was the head of Essential. And uh, before we found out, he's apparently not a very good person. Um, mm. We liked their stuff and we were looking forward to the future of what they were going to create. Then we found out his story and it well, mm. just go Google Andy Rubin <laughs> mistress or whatever you want to do. It's the, the stories <laughs> out there are not. I didn't want to use the other word I was thinking of. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, go look up that anyway. So essential die. You guys know essential's gone. They're They're gone. They're not making anything else. But a bunch of the people that work there. Um, got together because they still thought they had more in the tank and wanted to create something. And they created a company called Awesome, O-S-O-M. It apparently stands for out of sight, out of mind or something like that. Uh, Ruben is not involved at all. So we can actually, you know, kind of get slightly we can talk about it. excited about these guys in case they build something similar to what they had done before, whatever. Uh, we didn't know much, uh, but this week they uh, they sat down with CNET and talked about where they're going. And... You know, 
they they did the pitch on we're making a privacy focused phone which yeah, i don't care yeah like i don't have a huge problem with that but th- that's their pitch is that that's they got 80 percent of the way with a into a great phone with the original essential phone but they were missing something and they think that extra 20 percent is going all crazy on the privacy stuff and i don't there's nothing wrong with that i just don't think that's the pitch to get people to buy your phone and and they said that they're never going to, you know, try to store your data or ask for it and all that. And that's fine. And they're going to make a bunch of controls so you can control like what gets sent where, and they'll give you a report on the data that's going in and out of your phone or something like that possibly. So I I think that's all great, but let's be honest. No one's, no one's going to buy their phone because it has really cool privacy control. They're going to buy it. If it looks nice, isn't that expensive, has good specs and can take good pictures. And so that's really kind of, I think what matters, this is just something they're trying to, I think, add to the story. The other weird thing is they, they only have so many employees right now because they're still a new company and they're planning to grow. They don't have anyone currently working there. That is a privacy cybersecurity guru. So they're already pitching the phone which they won't call a phone, but they're already pitching the phone as being the ultimate privacy thing. No one even works for the company yet that's there. They have like an outside advisory group that's helping with that. So it's, it's very hmm. weird. Anyway, it's early, not trying to dump on these guys. Um, I'm awesome. still interested to see what they're doing, uh, but it won't be till 2021 until we know anything anyway. So we got a ways to go, but they say they have several products that they're going to launch. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, they're called awesome. O-S-O-M. All right, we made it through topics. We made what? it through the topics, and then yeah, we haven't crashed yet. We haven't. Cr- we almost did. We almost lost you. Oh, there's the lights. It no, is. Uh, it's trivia time. Oh, stretch. It is tri- we haven't done trivia in so long. I think like the last show that actually worked. Um, I think we had to skip trivia because we had so much going on or something, didn't we? So I don't even know when the last time we did trivia. Oh, anyway, trivia is oh. back. If you're new around here, welcome to the Droid Life Show. Uh, we do trivia. At the end of every show, at least we try to. I know we've had a couple that we haven't. We tried. Um, we do five questions. We'll put them up on the screen. We'll read them aloud. And if you are with us live on YouTube in the chat, you just type the correct answer as fast as you can. And if you are the first to answer correctly, we will call out your name and you will uh, and you will win. And this, this is week, exciting. We're giving everyone $10 of Google Play credit. Uh, again, if you're new around here, we've given lots of other stuff away in the past. We've given phones away. We had a show where we gave everyone like a one plus seven or something like that. Or six. I, I don't even remember. I think it was a one plus six, six T maybe. Anyway, we give away free stuff. Uh, and in the coming weeks we'll, or maybe next week or something, whenever we do our next show, we'll have a bunch of stuff from Lenovo that we're going to give away. You know, we will, we'll try to do it up over these holiday weeks here to, uh, you know, make it even extra special or, or, yeah. So uh, is everyone ready? Are we still live? I just, every time someone doesn't comment for a minute, I kind of go, are we still here? We tried to put the latency as low as we could with this show as well. So uh, it it seems pretty, seems pretty, pretty good. It does seem pretty good. We put it ultra low for the first time. So it should be right there. All right. Well, I'm, I'm ready to give it a shot. If you're ready, I think I'm ready. See if this works. Pull up the questions here again. Like Kellen said previously, this is sort of a Nexus edition, mm-hmm. so I'm really I'm really enjoying kind of finding like a, a common theme uh, for trivia. Kind of also makes getting the making up the questions a bit easier. So I like themes. 
I do. Anyway, Nexus, Nexus edition. Let's uh, kick it off with question number one. Question number one is up now. What was the first Google Nexus device to offer 4G LTE connectivity? Mm-hmm. Again, what was the first Google Nexus device to offer 4G LTE connectivity? Oh, yeah, this is quick. This is quick. I got Chris I'm seeing. I'm seeing Chris Williams. Mm. Nexus. Congratulations, Chris. Chris is a long-time fan of the show. Long-time winner of the show. I think yeah, he the wins Galaxy every Nexus, week. <laughs> uh, he does win every week. Um, Galaxy Nexus is the Verizon LTE model with the uh, three-and-a-half-hour battery life. It was not good. Mm. Not was not good there was a model that was not lt and then there was one that was the verizon right. model i mean the verizon model is the one we all had i remember it was delayed right. and delayed and delayed because i'm assuming lte issues that was early in the lte days it was the first with the 720p display all that galaxy nexus what a phone i don't have much else nice to say about it because it was a pretty bad phone but uh it was the first of a lot remember it yeah, almost it had a curved problem. display remember that like almost it well almost it was the marketing hype like yeah. they, it, yeah, it, it kind of curved, but yeah. yeah, dude, that was like, that was the freaking good days of like Android news. That was like the, so insane. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like the wild west, man. <laughs> well, that was the year. Wasn't that the year where, uh, was that the year the Steve jobs died? Cause wasn't when they, they were going to announce so. that and then yeah. Oh, I yeah, think yeah, something yeah. caused a delay and then he died and that caused, yeah. and that was another delay. They pushed it back again. And then they just like, they were in China and they were like, let's just announce in China. Cause I think we had had two different trips to try to go see this thing. And mm. there was a couple of places anyway, very weird, very weird times. RIP Steve jobs. He is still missed dearly. Uh, all right. Question number two. I, I was going to say we've been freaking paying for Chris Williams Google storage for like the past freaking year. So anyway, <laughs> uh, congratulations, Chris Williams. Let's go with question number two. Question number two is up now. What processor powered the Nexus player? Oh, yikes. You're going to have to Google this one. Sorry, people. Yeah. Uh, what processor yeah. powered the Nexus player? And while you're doing that, someone asked what my, my headphones are. These are the Jabra Kellanos. Jabra. The 85, uh, 85H. 85H. All right, we've got they some answers in awesome. here. Awesome. They are so good. <clears throat> uh, so I'm looking for Intel Adam Z3560. I think Jackson. Well, Chris Jackson, Williams was first again, but you just but, can't win everything, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing Jackson. Jackson. With the, uh, with the Adam. Uh, Z the Z <laughs> thirty five sixty non rev guy you are right like, behind Jackson. right behind them I know your screen might show something else but Jackson is just in front of you on our screen you guys were super close yeah the don't worry still three more I still have a Nexus player I, I just saw it the other day in the garage I had it actually sitting <laughs> on this desk for the longest time because I had it connected because Google was still updating it you could get new versions of Android TV on that thing before anyone else got them. Cause it was still their test device and they finally killed it. Now they have all these other ADT devices and stuff, but uh, yeah, I still have, it's actually pretty handy. It's, I mean, it's not hooked up anymore, but I could grab oh. the Logitech <clears throat> review. Yes. We remember. Uh, Bert's just saying, can I buy your Nexus Q? You can buy mine <laughs> 500 bucks. <laughs> all right. Uh, Jackson, just going to email me. I'm sure you got my email. Let's go yeah. with uh, question number three. Please keep this rolling. Question number three is up now. 
What was the internal code name for the Nexus S? Again, what was the internal this. code name for the Nexus S? With the hummingbird processor. Oh, Brandon says failure. <laughs> oh, hurtful. That the Nexus S was an awesome phone. First phone with gingerbread. That's a great phone. So we're looking for Crespo, and I'm seeing Luke Citronidi. Luke Citronidi. Hope, I, hope I'm pronouncing that right with Crespo. Luke Citronini, congratulations. Failure. Just flat mean. I know. The Nexus what? S was the first NFC phone, and you they put tags all around select cities. Portland right. was actually one, and you were supposed to like kind of check in and Google latitude or something, and you could like tap yeah. into these tags. Like I remember going to Deschutes' brewery in downtown Portland just to test it. that, just and it was and they gave me free um pint glasses that said like Deschutes and they had like a Google tag like logo on them. I think I still That's cool. have them. Yeah. And then that all failed. So, you know, yeah. it happens. Yeah. Happens. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, we still got two more chances for folks to win $10 of amazing yeah. Google Play credit. So let's get it. Question number four, please. Question number four is up now. What Android dessert did the Nexus 5 originally ship with? Ooh. What Android dessert did the Nexus 5 originally ship with? Look at this latency, bruh. It is. It's so ah. good. Yeah. Um, Eli, Eli said, did, You got to go full name. Yeah. I know. You got to go full name. I got to give it to Seth Merritt. It's yeah. Kit Kat is Kit the Kat. correct answer. I mean, if this was Jeopardy, there's no <laughs> way they're taking Kit. Nope. Well, then maybe they would say eh, a bit more. They'd give you the opportunity to yeah. say, what is Kit Kat? Rest but peace, we Alex. don't do that here. This ain't Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, rest. Oh, man. So depressing. All right, yes. Seth Merritt, congratulations. $10 Google Play credit coming at you. Like We used to joke about, you know, who was parked in my driveway. Like Chris Williams is like sitting behind me, I think. He might be. What's up, Chris? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> the quickness there. Uh -huh. Hi, Chris. Good stuff. Hi, oh, yeah, man. High five, Chris. <laughs> Stop looking at the screen, Chris. All right, cool. Uh, well, we got one more, one more chance for Eli to win ten dollars in Google Play credit. Uh, let's go with our last question. Question number five, please. Question number five is up now. What OEM produced the Nexus Nine tablet? Again, what OEM produced the Nexus 9 tablet? Chris, Chris stop. Stop it. <laughs> Look at that latency. It is oh, super. The gracious. ultra low was no joke. No, it's really no joke. They're they're with us. They're here in the room. Uh, Nick Fisher. Nick Fisher, with yeah. The correct answer of HTC. Sorry, uh, Eli. Just, oh, <laughs> rough day. That's all right. You'll get him next time. <laughs> Nick Fisher, all right, we got our winners. Chris Williams, Jackson Neater, Luke Citraniti, Seth Merritt, Nick Fisher. Uh, I'll be happy when everyone just has the name John Davis. It's really easy just to pronounce all that. Uh, if you don't already have my email, although I'm sure a lot of you are winners, uh, go ahead, email me and put my email in the chat. All past and, winners, I believe, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to get your credit out to you. And like we said, you know, We've been having a lot of Google Play credit, but Christmas is coming. We've got some sweet stuff from Lenovo. You're not going to want to miss it. So, <laughs> Tim, we already we I confirmed Tim.com is not available. So not. don't worry. 
Not even Tato. I was hoping Tato.com because then I could just do Tim at Tato.com. Yeah. Not not available. Maybe Otato. <laughs> I could try Otato. But yeah. Nah, we'll She's see. Funny. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, we got through a show. We did. Feels good. Oh, poor, I feel like poor I'm, Terry. I have confidence. Oh, yeah. We're done, Terry. It was HTC, Terry. Yeah. Sorry, man. Got to refresh that feed. <laughs> Potato.com, de- definitely taken. And say it's based on tomatoes, not potato or uh, Timotato. I don't know what it is. I like it, doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's potatoes. Dave, Dave Bonine, you're also, you're, you're like three questions behind my guy. Refresh. Give us that refresh. The setting YouTube does is ultra low. And I mean, you barely got done reading that last question. And Chris Williams and is like, H2C. Yeah. Oh, he's oh, kidding. Okay, Thank kidding. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see. The rest of the year, the season of shows. Well, next week's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think we're going to have no show. a show next week. What? But no. there'll be Black Friday coverage. All that stuff as usual. Um, and then the following week though, we'll get back to shows. We'll, we're, we're going to start, I mean, we just might do shows just to give stuff away. I don't know. There's not going to be a lot of news. This is usually where everything just goes and slows to all, yeah. you know, cause we're waiting for CES. CES is still happening by the way. It's a virtual show. They finally gave in on that virtual only CES. This would have been our 11th CES. Did we just hit 10 yeah. last year? It would have been like 11th yeah. CES. So, uh, rest in peace to that, uh, that, that streak there. Not, not one I'm going to be that sad about to be honest. It might be nice to have a year off from CES, but, uh, Oh yes. Uh, but that will happen. So we'll see some stuff ramp up then. Maybe Samsung will announce some stuff in January. I don't know, but the rest of the year, you know, we'll do some shows. We'll talk some stuff. We'll try to give some stuff away leading up to Christmas. And, uh, Yeah. Yeah, way, hang in nice. there. Either way, it's just nice to be back talking to everybody. Good to see everyone. Uh, Mask anything- up, stay safe, wash your hands, et cetera, right. et cetera. That's right. Anything else I'm missing? Nope. Hope everyone uh, just stay safe and hope everyone's doing well. Say hi to your mom for me. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Catch you uh, soon. Peace. Peace.